News today on a new dirt racing streaming service, another one, and what it means for the future. Plus, Tyler Courtney and Clausen Marshall have confirmed their series choice, and we've got weekend results. Let's go. It's Monday, February 27th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The great unbundling of dirt racing streaming continues. And back on Friday, we got the news that Russell Motorsports is creating their own service for weekly action at Placerville Speedway in California and for the 360 Sprint Car Challenge Tour. Both the track and the 360 Sprint Car Series had been on Flow Racing as part of their subscription package, but now it will be much costlier to watch these events online. The new CaliDirt.tv will charge $19.99 a race for Placerville weekly shows and $24.99 a race for Sprint Car Challenge Tour events. You can also sign up for a monthly subscription that will cost you $39.99. So if you buy all of the Placerville shows pay-per-view, it will cost $339.83 for the year. If you buy all of the Sprint Car Challenge Tour pay-per-view shows, it would be $349.86. So combined, you're paying $689.69, so almost $700. But the monthly subscription, don't worry, it's going to save you $210 with a year costing $479.88. Looks like 17 weeks of racing at Placerville plus 14 Sprint Car Challenge Tour events. That means 31 shows total for $480. That's about $15.50 per race. But obviously, that number will change with rainouts, which will drive that per race cost up even higher. For comparison, Dirt Vision also $39.99 for a monthly subscription, but you can buy the whole year for $299.99. Obviously, a ton more racing there. Flow Racing continues to be $149.99 for a year. The pricing for these promoter-controlled streaming services is super fascinating to look at because you can see how they view it the same as they view at-track ticket pricing. They certainly want it to be an option, but hopefully for only people outside of their kind of general area where they draw fans or those who just flat can't attend the races. They believe if they make it too cheap, it will keep people from the racetrack. And that's why it's so much more expensive when you compare it with something like Float or Dirt Vision. You're certainly not gonna get a better viewing experience than those other services. You're still probably talking about a single camera with the PA piped in, but you're gonna pay more because the promoters are afraid. In the release, Scott Russell said they did have negotiations with Flow, but decided this was a better direction. He also said, quote, we need to have access to data. Otherwise, there isn't a value to streaming for a track or series. We feel live streaming is still evolving, but to maximize the value and the benefits, we truly needed to have increased access to data in order to reach a broader market from a marketing standpoint, unquote. Certainly interesting comments there saying that data is the reason that this is valuable for tracks and not the actual money they're going to make by charging people to watch. To me, and I'm just speculating here, this feels like Flow either presented a deal that was pretty low, kind of based on their understanding of the streaming marketplace, or they walked away completely. As we've discussed before on this show, Flow continues to hone their offerings based on what moves the needle for them in terms of subscriber growth. And they're either going to offer much less for lower drawing tracks and series or not make deals at all. And on the flip side, Chris Grainer and the Speedsport TV platform are the ones in this instance to pick up the pieces. They're offering more control. They're more access to that quote unquote data that they feel like they need and then taking their fee for using their turnkey white label platform. And then Russell took the chance to take a shot at Flow on the way out with that data comment because we've heard about Flow not offering up as much data as some of their partners would like. 
Looking through Speedsport TV, they are now approaching 30 different niche providers now covering dirt racing using their setup. This marketplace is becoming very crowded and very quickly. It's actually a really interesting process to watch play out because you're learning where the real value is and what tracks and series are worth having for these streaming services versus those that aren't. Duravision, I think, will remain in a strong position because they'll continue to stream the owned WRG properties. You know, talking about World of Outlaws, uh, Sprint Car Series, Lay Models, you know, Summer Nationals, all of those things. Uh, and they're going to fill out their schedule with tracks based on their relationships. Flow, on the other hand, because it's venture-backed, is almost forced to double down on the big revenue drivers and then shed anything that doesn't make a big difference. There's no reason to keep paying rights fees for low-performing shows. As we're seeing, this continues to mean smaller regional and local dirt racing. And the total, uh, the total addressable market for these niche providers is going to continue to shrink because race fans only have so much disposable income to spend on streaming and at-track experiences. Only the really super diehard fans are going to buy these smaller shows, and the rest of the fans are going to be forced to make purchases where they can get the most bang for their buck, and that's going to be with services like Flow and Duravision. So as we see more and more streamers pop up, they're going to be fighting for a smaller and smaller piece of the pie. Definitely interesting to continue watching this play out. Moving on, also back on Friday, we got the confirmation that Tyler Courtney will indeed return to the All-Stars to chase a third series championship in 2023. As we've talked about, all signs had been pointing towards a rookie run with the World of Outlaws for Sunshine, but in recent weeks, I'd heard that they had changed their minds and were planning on an All-Star return. Their announcement also said they will compete with High Limit and other high-profile events. Uh, if you look at uh, Sunshine's kind of race count the last couple of years, they've been kind of in that mid to high 70s range, and I don't think I would super expect that to change a whole lot this season. I think Courtney will be the heavy, uh, heavy favorite to repeat this season as All-Star Champion, especially if Justin Peck and Book Motorsports don't end up running the full schedule. I certainly like other guys with the All-Stars. We talk about Hunter Schoenberg or somebody like Zepp Wise. But I think those guys would have to make big leaps in performance and consistency to match that 7BC. We are still almost six weeks away from the All-Star Points opener at Attica. There wasn't a ton of racing over the weekend as some of the stuff was lost to cancellations and uh, you know none of the national tours were racing anyway. Terry McCarl swept the USCS weekend at Southern Raceway in Florida and then Timmy Buckwalter bagged the Indoor Dirt Nationals in New Jersey. That was a 600cc micro show. And the Saturday portion of the icebreaker at Lincoln Speedway was canceled, but we did get to see 410 sprint cars yesterday afternoon. Brandon Raymer and Dylan Norris led the field to green, and Raymer was in control through the first half. Justin Peck, though, was on the move, and he grabbed the lead on lap 14 and never let it go. Brent Marks got to second on a late restart, but couldn't reel Peck in for the win. So Peck, your winner, after finishing second to Freddie Raymer last Thursday. Uh, Brent Marks ended up second, Devin Borden was third, Danny Dietrich fourth, and Anthony Macri faded to fifth late after running in second. It was also a tough uh, start to team ownership for Chase Dietz. We've kind of been tracking him via his TikTok account as he's building out this new sprint car team. Uh, his new organization was out on lap one after tangling with Riley Emig. Uh, looking ahead to later this week, we have uh, some dirt racing stuff to look forward to. The World of Outlaws late models are headed to Smoky Mountain in Tennessee. We'll get to see the Spring Nationals and Southern All-Stars late models in action. The World of Outlaws Sprint Cars return to Volusia on Sunday and Monday as well. And then the schedule should continue to pick up in the coming weeks as we get closer to spring. And there are three items on the streaming schedule for today. Speedsport has IMCA racing from Northwest Florida. There's also Flow Racing 24-7 and Dirt Vision now. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Monday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more.